Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Will they find a home? Sponsored by Geico. Jane doesn't mind an apartment with no elevator. Five flights of stairs is five flights of cardio. Bob is a little less enthusiastic about stairs. I hate stairs. Compromise is tough, but these two won't have to compromise when they bundle renters and car insurance with Geico. It's easy, and they could save even more. In the end, Jane and Bob found an apartment that's a four-story walk-up. And Bob? Yeah, there's a freight elevator she doesn't know about. What were you talking about? Oh, uh, nothing. Bundling without compromise at Geico.com. Do you enjoy comedy bits from the Bob and Tom Show? Well, this is the podcast for you. It's the Bits and Pieces Podcast. Thank you, Chick. Welcome to Bits and Pieces, the podcast that revisits our favorite Bob and Tom Show comedy bits. I'm Willie Griswold, Jason Hoffsetz, Jessica Alsman, and no Jess Hooker today, but it's perfect because usually we're half and half, guys and girls. This is our episode for the ladies all ladies uh, genre bits, and there is three fellas. We have Jeff Oskay. How you doing, Jeff? I'm doing good. I got three ladies at home, so I feel like I'm I'm part lady. Yeah, oh, you sort of wait to hear what all you guys have to say. Hey, we love it. I told you guys I wear Spanx clothes now. I'm basically a girl. We're making this happen. I look good in the shapewear, you guys. You They're do. life changing. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't know how great this was. Shapewear is for everybody. You're a chubby guy. Get rid of that belly, pal. Turn it into a six pack. <laughs> I'm like Christian Bale in the Batman suit, you know? <laughs> See, my question is, where do, where does, I mean, it doesn't cease to exist. It goes somewhere, Oh, no, right? they just, it, everything just kind of tightens up. You're more dense. No, 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 it's no. Smooth. I don't want to hear it tighten up. It's got to go, it's got to move somewhere, it's, right? I don't know what they do. It's magic over there. They're they're wild people. But, Jeff, how you doing, man? You're hanging out? I'm doing great. Thanks Summertime. We're so happy to have you, man. We were going to miss, it's so funny that it's our ladies episode, and we're, it's just the fellas, basically. Alzi. And me. Yeah, you're here too. You're yeah. kind of a fellow. I am. I'm one of the dudes. She, one she's of the one, guys. Of the, one of the guys. Yeah, yeah. You're she cool. kind of she crosses over a couple of things because I don't. Are you technically a Gen Xer? I'm a millennial. You're a millennial, but she's very. She leans very heavy Gen X. She has. She knows all the references. Uh, that's. I would think The Simpsons for that probably growing yeah. up watching sitcom TV like Married with Children. Uh, and things like that. Well, that you also you're um how can I say this nicely? You're a big nerd. You're a I big like to geek out on stuff and things. Yeah, that was the least nice way to say it. You get a little nerdy, and I feel like most people probably associate nerdy qualities with men. Typically, I probably. don't know. Heteronormative, I, you know, gender's a construct, whatever. Yeah. But I feel like nerds typically you think the comic book guy in The Simpsons. Right. Yeah. Yeah, my dad was probably a big nerd, so we all watched like Star Trek and stuff growing up. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just it was part of it. Mm-hmm. But Osman's a bit subtle about it. You got to find it, and then once you find it, it'll explode. I won't shut up. Yeah, yeah. right. And then you regret everything. <laughs> you like, regret sorry. everything. I literally have been watching Mary with Children on uh, all the reruns. I love it so much. When he made when Al makes fun of Marcy. Like for being a chicken. She's like, why does he keep calling me a chicken? I literally, that our family quoted that all the time. And it's so probably, like, you know, wrong to say that about women. Mm-hmm. But I think it's funny. So maybe I'm sure. on the wrong. I, don't know. I think there's a, there's an audience for that show still to this day. Oh, I, you, you wouldn't, I don't know if you can get it produced, but. 
I have no idea what that show is. Married with Children? With Ed O'Neill as Al Bundy, Peggy oh. Bundy, the big red hair. Got it. Okay. I get it. No, Extremely I... sexist. Oh, really? Is that oh. fair? But that's painting him as the kind of a bad guy. No, no, he is. I mean, he's the Archie Bunker. Yeah. Right. Exactly, yeah. Uh, there's a compilation of him making fun of fat women in the shoe store. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all like 12 seconds long, and the compilation is like 22 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> That's how many insults he has. An entire women. episode oh, yeah. of TV. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool that they were like, they were building a writing staff, and they were like, we need a guy who can make fun of fat women. <laughs> like, what an evil resume you must have. To be like, oh, no, I got this. I can... I can be a real monster, fellas. <laughs> well, I think that we're going to, let's just get started. Here's an alert, and we're going to kick off our theme today. The following is a test of the PMS Emergency Broadcast Network. It is only a test. What is your problem? Can't you get off that couch and help me around here? I should have listened to my mother. You are no good lazy pig. I don't know why I married you in the first place. You no good son of a bitch. <laughs> This has been a test of the PMS Emergency Broadcast Network. If this had been an actual emergency, you would have been instructed not to go home, to check into the nearest motel, and wait three to five days before returning to your house. Again, this has been only a test of the PMS Emergency Broadcast Network. We now return to our regularly scheduled program. Gosh. That's kind of tr- I imagine, you know, wives and girlfriends, oh, I heard what you did on the radio today. And yes. Rightfully so, by the way. That one's a little bit brutal. What do y'all think? The kind of the Marcy thing. Why does he keep calling me a chicken? You know what? I, at least for myself, I'm not going to speak for all women, but when I start yelling and getting worked up, my voice does get to a higher pitch mm-hmm. and uh, maybe a little screechy. Mm, how about that? But also, that's not just women. The king of that is our pal Chick McGee. When he gets angry, he oh, gets yeah. right up here. He gets right up here. God, I damn it, I went an orange yes. like 10 minutes ago. Yes. <laughs> that's real. Yeah, man. That he is goes very up. real. He goes up. Thankfully, I have only seen fake angry Chick. I have never seen real angry Chick. Maybe one day I'll get lucky enough to see that. Jeff is nodding. No, you don't, don't want to see that. All right, Why would cool. anyone want to see that? No, I don't think so. It, there's some humor He's a there. Bear. Yeah, there's some humor there. Now, now, Jeff, uh, you live with three women, as do I. Uh, yeah. And uh, so, I mean, is there some? Would you like an alert, like in the house? When things are happening, you know? I would love, like, you know, they just like raise the red flag up front. <laughs> just like, oh, it's a high tide. <laughs> now, is it a walk. gradual thing? We're almost there. You know, it's like a third up on one day. Like, oh crap, I got two days to get some, the, some stuff done here. At least with my current lady, uh, usually I can, I don't know she's PMSing until. I realized, like, oh, my God, I don't want to be with you anymore. And then (laughs) the next day she starts. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's what that was. You know, it's so bad leading up to it. Once it it actually, the flow happens, that sweet release of hormones, and you kind of calm down. That's what's crazy. I figured during the time would be the more, but it's the the lead up is the terrifying part. The lead up is the uterus pissed off that it was not fertilized. Where's our sperm? We got the egg out. We decorated all these fancy red curtains. He didn't show. Gosh dang it. Let's take all the party decorations down. I don't know why we do this every day or every month. Burn the place down. Basically, it's just havoc. And inside you're like, why? And then that's when it the, happens, you're like, oh. That's the P in PMS, the pre Ah. So, yeah, when they're prior to, as you're saying, it's a few days before. 
So that's what the P stands yes. for. I thought it was a different P. It could be a week before. Whatever it that be is. A brutal yeah. week. What, uh, Willie, what did you think the P stood for? Uh, word that I don't know if I can say. Oh, yeah. just like a very specific anatomy yeah, like it slang. Was like, it was like, what? <laughs> There's no way you thought that. I mean, I, that was a, just a joke. Oh, I was just throwing it out there. I was having a little bit of I don't fun. know. With I mean, you, it could be anything. Yeah, who knows? I, yeah, I, could, I could be pretty dumb. I don't know how you kids are nowadays. And, who know, and also, I've never really, I've never experienced like a woman that I'm with like having PMS, but maybe that's just because I myself have a legitimate mood disorder. So I'm just like, ah, she gets it. You know, she uh, knows what's going on too. No, oh, there's a whole other, there's a, well, there's PMS, which I'm, I thought you were going to say, period. Oh, yeah. That's, Man. Sucks. I can't think of anything. Period. Else. Men suck. Yeah, that's Period. what it stands for. Yeah, something like that. But PMDD, that's a whole other thing. What? Yeah, look up PMDD. Some women have committed murder and they could blame the PMDD. What's the, what is that? Uh, designated I, driver is my first yeah. instinct when I hear those letters. Is together. it still premenstrual? I'm going to take that as a no. Premenstrual dysphoric okay. disorder. Dysphoric. A severe, sometimes disabling extension of premenstrual syndrome. Yeah, includes physical and behavioral symptoms that usually usually resolve with the onset of menstruation. So wow. it's like when you start to go really like your mood shifts are very extreme, can disrupt work, damage relationships, you know, all the fun stuff. I uh, I dated a girl who after we're still friends and she I found out later had to go on special medication. Uh, because her periods were so bad. But at the time we were dating, we just wouldn't talk for five days. (laughs) Like it was, I would try to do nice stuff like, oh, I I brought you some crosswords in a book and some soup. And she'd be like, get out of my house. (laughs) I asked for the word search, not the crossword. (laughs) It doesn't matter what you try to do when we're like, when we're, yeah, I don't even know how to explain it. It's so weird. It just takes over your body. If Donnie's like, here, I got you coleslaw from KFC and uh, Culver's because I know you love that. I'm like, why? Because I'm fat. You got to bring me food. One thing makes me happy. Oh my God. Which is true. It's just something that makes me happy. This I have like a certain phase of hangovers that get like this. (laughs) If I get hungover and I watch Remember the Titans, I'm getting real emotional you know <laughs> maybe it's something like that i'm not sure how it works oh it is weird i forgot about the crying you can just watch a commercial and it has nothing to do with anything you're just bawling and i'm like what's happening it's like it's the notebook did i tell not. you i was watching it was like a commercial for insurance and you know how like commercials you can't tell what anything's for anymore everything's kind of so generic mm-hmm. and so it's this guy and he's just running on the uh, the roof of a building and then he jumps to like another roof like a parkour thing but then the gap keeps getting bigger and bigger and i'm just like oh my gosh the gap is getting too big for him like getting so emotionally invested and it's like dude i got to quit drinking this is this is insane i should not be so into this commercial right now i think i cried during a thunderstorm worried about the squirrels oh. <laughs> i never like, even how are they going to handle it in their nest? What if the lightning hits their I, tree? I thought about all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, terrible. <laughs> the squirrels are like sitting in a tree like, why is that crazy lady looking at us? Like, <laughs> Basically. All it together. Okay, Look well, at we'll, her. She's crying. <laughs> <laughs> ah, she's sad. Yeah, they hate you. Oh. Uh, well, we're kind of talking TV. And so here we go. We're going to talk about this. Before The View, there was this show. Hey, ladies. Are you sick and tired of listening to men talk about sports for hours? Are you ready for a show where women talk about things that are important to you? Well, Bob and Tom Television has a new show you'll love. Forget about that show on Fox Television called The Best Damn Sports Show, period. And make way for The Best Damn Period Show, period. 
<laughs> Nothing could make for better television than listening to a bunch of women ragging on about their periods. I am so bloated. I'm retaining more water than a basket full of sea sponges. Answer me this. Heavy day or light day? Are you kidding? I'm flowing, girlfriend. If someone built a dam in my panties, I'd create enough hydroelectric energy to power my iPod. Then wouldn't you call that an iPad? That's so funny. <laughs> so why am I crying? All the other talk shows are just a dud. It's the best damn period show, period. <laughs> The best damn period show, period. It's entertaining, it's enlightening, and above all, it's absorbing. We pulled a lot of strings to bring you such top-notch entertainment, and this show has more mood swings than a Dick Vermeil press conference. Hey, girls, let's order a pizza. How about sausage, pepperoni, and chocolate chips? They call it the deep dish maxi. Shut up! I'm sorry. Don't touch me! I just feel so emotional right now. Hey, girls... Do you know why they call it PMS? Why? Because mad cow disease was already taken. <laughs> you bastard! Critics are gushing over the best damn period show, period. In fact, the critics couldn't wait to give our ladies a plug. These gals may be cycling, but nothing can cramp their style. We're even redecorating the set. That's right. This week, the painters are in. Don't worry. If you miss today's show, it'll be on again in 28 days or so. And don't miss the new hit sitcom starring Roseanne Barr and Kirstie Alley. It's two and a half menopause. Only on the Bob and Tom Television Network. All the other talk shows are just a duck. It's the best damn period show, period. Best damn period show. Followed by an all new, you can smell it from here. Period. <laughs> that tagline going into those like singers beautifully singing that song and all those musicians. I mean, that's the silliness paired with the overproduction that I love mm-hmm. about Bob and Tom show bits. That is so weird. You can thank your dad for that. Well, and, and also it's, it's a signature. As far as uh, thanking my dad, what do you guys think? Did those uh, did that pun run just reek of Tom Griswold? The uh, absorbing and the strings and the cycling, yeah, and the, the cramp, gushing. The, the painters are in. I mean, the literally pulling our strings. Yeah. Cramp it's like, their style. It's like yeah. it's like they got in a room together and they're like, okay, what's every pun we can think yeah. about a period? And they're like, okay, we're going to work backwards now. <laughs> Let's out. whiteboard this, everybody. Yeah. And then here's another question that I had, which it could be kind of a way to carbon date this bit. Uh, they made the iPod joke. So it's got to be like, what, like after 2006? But then she said, shouldn't you call that an iPad? Mm-hmm. Did the iPad exist yet? Or was that just a joke about pads? I'm not sure. Because I it think- must not have. I think that it wasn't. Yeah, what did you, sorry, what were you gonna say? I cut you off. No, that was it. I don't think it was. It had to be like 2005 or six because there was no iPad yet. Yeah, so I, I don't know. So maybe I don't know. Maybe we we were sort of leading I think the this way show, with that. This, this bit was about 07 mm-hmm. from the. I think it was on Donkey Show or something like that. And I'm looking up the iPad now, released in April of 2010. Yeah. Oh wow. I think it might have predated it. <laughs> I I every Let's sue s- Apple. What'd you say? Oh, yeah, Let's Sue Apple. Apple. Yeah. Like, hey, you stole from the Bob and Tom. Yeah, show, we haven't improved. Like, here's when we came out with it. You, you guys must have heard it and stole our, uh, stole our name. And then they listen to it and be like, "Well, not really." <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going for a different angle. There. Does it have a screen? What, what, what were you guys talking about? The yeah, painters are coming to town. Has your dad written all over it? Mm-hmm. I love the puns. I don't even care. I don't know. Are 
do women get upset about that? Unless they're actually on the rag or whatever phrase people use nowadays. I don't. That might be my the least most, favorite. Least favorite. I don't know. Uh, on the rag. She's is ragging. So terrible. Um, on the rag sounds like a dirty dish. You know, it sounds like it's on the rag. You know what the best thing is? I used to be synced up with a full moon, so like you could tell when I was getting ready to be on my period because it's every twenty eight days, and it's oh. like, oh, is this a waxing gibbous? Oh no. That rocks. That's yeah. Can imagine if the entire country of women was like that synced up with the moon and, and that way men knew that mm-hmm. way every if you didn't know dude they're telling you right there in the sky it is absolutely true i will let you all know all you guys here you are sitting with an alpha uterus really i can get other women to change cycles to sync up to me and it is true they do it is that a t- alpha uterus I'm going to call it that. Yes. <laughs> that's. I have kind of a similar thing. Everyone that's ever moved in with me has also become fat. I did that. <laughs> they, they start getting takeout too. All my old roommates gain about 15 to 20 pounds. So yeah, we're sort of alphas. I get that. Oh my gosh. They mentioned Roseanne in this bit. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I forgot Roseanne has such a great episode about PMS when it's like uh, she's getting her period and it's like Dan's birthday or something and he's trying to get away from her because her hormones are crazy. And he's trying to spell it out to uh, the little boy on the episode. DJ. Like, DJ. Mm-hmm. And he's like, do I have to spell it out for you? And he like, literally makes PMS with his whole body mm-hmm. in the kitchen. He's freaking out. YMCA and in it. Yeah. So <laughs> funny. I don't know why. Again, I was a kid watching that. And it's like that became one of our go-to jokes. That's awesome. How about that? Thanks for listening. Uh, I, had, <laughs> I, I, had, I couldn't tell. This I, program. I had three <laughs> brothers and a dad, and my mom was the only. So we didn't talk about stuff like this at our house ever. Yeah. Like it was a. Uh, like, I don't even know if my mom Why even would you, had yeah. a period. Right, right. Like it was so secret. At my house now, I know when it's in the house because they just lay it all out on the floor in the bathroom. There's like nine different bags of, good. of travel travel bags mm-hmm. and pads and liners and plugs and all the all the good so stuff. So yeah. you guys have daughters. You know when a girl gets her period for the first mm-hmm. time, you have to start carrying the purse to school. It's a very big deal. Yes. It's like your initiation. Mm-hmm. So yep. around fifth grade, mm-hmm. sixth grade, whatever. When someone started carrying a purse, or mm-hmm. when they only did it for a week out of the month, they're on the mm-hmm. they're on the men's. Yeah, yeah. I haven't had to deal with that much, but yeah, they have their own bathroom, which is nice. Uh, so I, but I still, I still know. <laughs> really? Yeah. At times, it's like, man, something's not right with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> with y'all. Yeah. I just wanted to watch Loki. Calm down. Okay. I, so <laughs> I need to get pissed off about it. I have one kind of brutal story. Me and my little brother, being maniacs to my mm-hmm. older sister, she's hanging out with her friends. They've got to be like high school age. We're middle, middle school. We're just running around being crazy. And we're like harassing them and like throwing rocks at her window. And then she threw down what appeared to be, it was a tampon covered in a red substance. <laughs> and me and my little brother crying and screaming bloody murder and yelling to my mom, and then Lucy's just like, it's just ketchup, boys. Quit bothering us. And I'm still traumatized by it. It was a terrible, terrible day. I'm sorry that I told that story out loud, it's Lucy. You're a lovely person. Oh. When, when I was in eighth grade, my parents' house got padded one night. And someone took like 50 maxi pads, drew on them in red, and then stuck them all over my parents' house. Oh, my goodness. And, but then it rained that night. Oh. And, 
and so of course, since I was the oldest, oh, it must have been some of your jackass friends. <laughs> go pull all those down. So I had to go pull like 50 wet maxi pads uh, off of my parents' house. So absorbent. <laughs> to be so fair, absorbent. that does sound like something your jackass friends would do. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. It doesn't sound too far off. Now, I want to get back to this alpha uterus thing. I, I can't get it out of my yeah. head. So did you turn like some ladies in the office back when there was people here if, kind of thing? Usually if a female was not on birth control, because if you take the pill, that controls your period. But sure. if you were just a freelancer, a free faller, if you will. Free faller. Um, free faller in uterus. Uh, it naturally, I don't know what it is, the hormones you put out there. Yeah. Kind of, I would change cycles. Same way on the softball team. Oh, boy. So then, yeah, you'd have like nine out of 12 girls all synced up. Hilarious. <laughs> Double header. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine, did you have a, ma- a male coach? We did. Okay. And the championship game's coming up, and all of a sudden, nine <laughs> of the 12 are like, oh, jeez, we're not going to win this one. Or is it better? Are you guys oh, yeah, like, yeah, like, more, are you more yeah. intense and you're okay. like mad? Like how like ready to, like but how but you probably lose concentration, right? No, we don't just go, we're not, duh, I'm on my period. It's not like that. We're just more focused and irritable. I, I, I totally and you think twice and... about sliding into base? Oh. Like, are you? Oh my Thankfully, goodness, we don't. Yes. Play softball without pants on, so yes. it's okay. Um, right, but they're still fair, like fair question. I don't know. Fair if question. A, I don't know how who, that thing works. I don't know any softball. <laughs> I don't know if anyone was wearing maxi pads or like giant pads playing. Um, this is. I love how stupid all the guys in this room sound right now. <laughs> talking about idiots. This. Absolute it's like, idiots. Have you guys seen that thing? There's a, a comedian does this clip, and it's like a song that she wrote, but it's like a, based on a true story where like in NASA sent a woman to space in the 80s. And she was only going to be there for like four days, and they didn't know what to do, and they sent her up with three hundred tampons. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just no one wanted to ask. It's like why we're just all so dumb about this and just oh, talking out of our little ass. Little monkeys. That what do we do? How many? Does she have to change it every hour or is it every thirty minutes? Well, hopefully, What's our maybe. Flow? Can we ask? We're not allowed to ask. Maybe at least is. plan it, but send her up between. Right? I mean, what if gravity makes them fall out or not? Gravity? I don't know. No. Gravity makes them fall out. It's so funny. <laughs> There's no gravity in space. I'm not not sure how physics works up there. Yeah. Give her more. They're going to get lost up there, just floating around the, the, the More the will fix everything. We're not sure if it's going to be like a honey, I shrunk the kids situation. So we made some that are massive and hopefully they'll get down and they'll get smaller when you're up there. That's such a great story. Now, have you sent Donnie out on the, on the run? I was always nervous to ask him, but he was like, I don't care. He goes, it'd be helpful if you could send me a picture of which one right. you want. Exactly. Because right. it's like, get the plastic applicator. Okay, I just get the coolest looking box, and then they're like, "We don't. That's not the one we use." Yeah, I'm like, "But it's neon pink and black. That looks dope." (laughs) Yeah, there's a party getting ready to happen. There's a girl running on it. Her ponytail's flowing in the wind. (laughs) She's like, "Jeff, I'm getting tampons, not an energy drink. Okay, it doesn't need to be neon pink." Uh, Let's do our next bit. Uh, This is uh, an episode of the Mr. O Show featuring a few rarities. Heidi Ho, welcome to the Mr. Obvious Show. I am Mr. Obvious. Let's take a call. Mr. Obvious Show. Uh, hello, is this Mr. Obvious? Speaking. <laughs> hey, Mr. Obvious. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh-huh, I appreciate the call. What can I do for you? Well, Mr. Obvious, I'm having problems with my wife, and for the life of me, I don't know what to do about it. I, I think she's having mental problems. Well, caller, that can be very serious. Let me remind you that I'm not trained in psychology. On the other hand, though, I do know a little something about human behavior, so I'll give it a shot. Thanks, Mr. Obvious. Uh, 
So here's the thing. I, I think my wife might have a split personality or something. Mm. I mean, sometimes she's, she's so nice to me. She praises me to high heaven, and then the other times she's just unbelievably mean. Now, caller, from time to time, I've found that people will experience mood swings. Could be caused by stress, a physical problem, right. a chemical imbalance, <laughs> or it could be, pardon my French, her time of the month. Oh, what do you mean her, her time? Her cycle. <laughs> no, she don't, she don't ride a motorcycle, Mr. Robinson. She, she drives a car. No, 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 call her her period, premenstrual syndrome, PMS. Oh. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her, uh, when her Aunt Millie... Flow. Flow comes to visit. <laughs> I got you. No, no, no. It, it, it's not that. I, I actually thought of that, but, you know, she she's like this all month long. I mean, it, it doesn't just happen every few weeks. It's 24-7, Mr. O. <laughs> hey, I guess it might be one of them chemical imbalances she was talking about, because, uh, I mean, it happens quickly. She'll, she'll literally compliment me one second. And then in the very next breath, she'll insult me. Hmm, that's extremely unusual, caller. In my experience, a true split personality is quite rare. Why don't we try to figure this out together? Let's start with the positive things, she says. Accentuate <laughs> the positive. That's what I always say. <laughs> Great idea, Mr. Obvious. Uh, uh, well, well, sometimes she makes me feel real special. Um, she'll, she'll put me right up there and rank me with the, the world's great financiers or playwrights or scientists. Like uh, Galileo or Stephen Hawking? Uh, no, she, she ain't mentioned none of them, but uh, they're like Einstein. That's one that she says all the time. Well, I can see where that would be good for your ego. Oh, yeah, it feels great. But just for a second, because then right afterwards she'll say something really mean. So you're on an emotional roller coaster. Maybe you could give me a specific example. Sure, Mr. Obvious. Uh, just a couple of days ago, for instance, I put together this brand new bookcase we got. She says, nice going, Einstein, <laughs> which made me feel great. And then she follows it up and says, you put the shelves in upside down, you jackass. <laughs> Boom, she's changed so quickly. I, I didn't know what to think. And then the next day, she did the same kind of thing. She goes, hey, Bill Gates, <laughs> the bank just called, and we're overdrawn again, you nimrod. Uh, I'm beginning to get the picture. Yeah, she's now, crazy. Earlier when you said something about her comparing you to famous playwrights, were you talking specifically about Shakespeare, as in the phrase, nice play, Shakespeare? Uh, Mr. Obvious, that, that's exactly what she says. Nice play, Shakespeare. And then, boom, she changes her attitude just like that and says something really mean. I think she probably needs therapy. That's no, uh, caller, I don't think therapy will make a difference. Oh, really? So, so you think probably medication? Caller, <laughs> listen to me carefully. Your wife is using sarcasm. Sarcasm. Mm -hmm. Is that one of them new drugs they got out now? I know she's already on Claritin. She's got an allergy. Uh, maybe it's that combination of Claritin and sarcasm. No, caller, sarcasm isn't a drug. It's uh, an attitude, a way of saying things. It's saying something in such a way that the opposite of what you're saying is what you truly mean. Oh, I get it. That's nice. So, so like when she calls me a nimrod, she means just the opposite. No, caller, I'm afraid that's the part that isn't sarcasm. When she calls you Einstein or Don Juan. <laughs> How'd you know she calls me Don Juan? Just a guess. Anyway, when she says those names, that's when she's being sarcastic. She's basically saying that you're the exact opposite 
of Einstein or Bill Gates. So actually, she's being quite consistent in what she's saying. No, there, there, there isn't anything wrong with her after all? No, mentally, she's perfectly healthy. <laughs> what a relief. I was afraid she was losing it. Hey, Rockefeller, I hope that's a toll-free call you're making, you big dope. <laughs> no, no, it's not, honey. It's a toll call. And, hey, why didn't you tell me you've been using sarcasm? You know we don't have any secrets in this family. You could tell me anything. Wow, Chris, can you finally broke the code. <laughs> <laughs> She means just the opposite. Gotcha. Yeah, that's right, Betty Crocker. <laughs> I smell burning steak. Hey, you better check the kitchen, you moron. <laughs> oh, <laughs> great sarcasm. <laughs> I never made the connection. Mr. Obvious, you're a lifesaver. Well, I try to help where I can. <laughs> oh, yeah. You helped, all right. Yeah, you're a regular Dr. Phil, you <laughs> and I don't think this is it. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I was, I was just practicing, Mr. That's all the time we have for this week's Mr. Obvious Show. Thanks for listening. Hey, uh, great show there, Marconi. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up, Tommy. That's original. You write that, Shakespeare? <laughs> that's, that's a perfect bit. That's a great performance from Dean and from Chick. I don't know who the who the wife voice was. That was so funny and perfect. And you guys, before we talk about anything else, I'm telling you, I am throwing into my Rolodex of insults Nimrod. We uh, got to get Nimrod back out this summer. Yeah, Love let's, bring, let's bring him back. Yeah, mm-hmm. all right. Not just a Green Day album anymore, my friend. Mm. What was the insult? I think I didn't hear it correctly. About you cracked the code, Kreskin. Mm-hmm. Who's that? I do not know. Is that like a spy? He's like a magician type. Yeah. Um, like like a mind reader type, uh, oh. like uh, like a, a, a an old timey David Blaine okay. or ah. Chris Angel type, and, and we parodied it with Chick and the amazing Crisco. Oh, sure, the amazing Creskin, and which I think did um, uh, Johnny Carson do a Creskin thing? Yes, yes. So or it's an, would, uh, it is definitely a well before. All of our time. I learn a lot from yeah. this show. Like, hello, Dare. I never would have heard that before. I had no idea anything I'm about it. I'm still getting a hello, Dare chest tattoo as soon as I get <laughs> Oh, nice. Fantastic. That way I can just pull down the shirt. Hello, Dare. Hello, <laughs> Are you going to get one above your butt that says goodbye, Dare? <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yeah, pretty okay. good, yeah. <laughs> Front and the back. I Maybe like just it. bye, Dare. <laughs> goodbye might be a little clunky. Hello, Dare. Hello, Dare. Yeah, this show is definitely, my reference level is way beyond where it should be. I can go back way too far. <laughs> A, a guy. I was born in 1993. I should not be able to make like a Bilko or a Mash reference, you know? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> now, that so that bit had a third person in it. Yes, I could not figure out who. It I, was and was. I don't know who it is. I tried to call Dean. He didn't answer. Um, and I might not want to know the answer. Sometimes it was, you never know. Um, so there was a third person involved, which is a rarity. And then obviously at the end. Uh, the caller giving Mr. O crap yes. mm-hmm. is a rarity. Yeah, great show, Marconi. Yeah. You're a real Dr. Phil. <laughs> yes. Just giving it to him. <laughs> I know, I love it. It's that is so I don't it's just so it's so funny. The 
chicks. I, I, I just can't stop thinking about the way that just chick. chick uh, she's using a sarcasm with you, caller. I don't, I don't know. I just, <laughs> oh, just the brilliance of trying to explain sarcasm. Mm-hmm. It's right. one of those things you almost can't explain, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. Right? Like even uh, to bring a, a more contemporary reference, um, Big Bang Theory. Sheldon couldn't get sarcasm, and they tried to teach him, and sure. he, he just doesn't get it. You got you, it's it's sort of innate, right? Right. And then I feel, especially now, uh, I'm doing so much communication, texting, emailing, and sarcasm. You just can't That's do it there. It doesn't work. Not. You have to say like "lol" or put an emoji or after with it. or before it, or people are like, "Oh, you're just being a jerk." Or, right. or as kind of a thing, putting asterisks on either side of the word you're trying to emphasize. Great idea. Does that, yeah. mm-hmm. does that oh. sort of become a thing? Yeah. Like, I, uh, I feel like it is. Get lost. Uh, great job, Magellan, with like the thing or whatever. Sure. Was exactly. Magellan a good example there? I couldn't think of an explorer fast enough. I went with Magellan. Oh, I Magellan's was, fine. Right, I didn't cool. know who Magellan was. I just know people said it. <laughs> Jeez, please. I'm not going to debate you. I yeah. like it. It's okay. Trust me. It was literally, it's a throwaway reference on a podcast. I don't think we need to look too into it, but I'm glad You're more of a, what, Lewis and Clark person? Is oh. Indeed, yes. Yeah, yeah okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wonder when this happened in the timeline of the caller that the wife was just so fed up with him that she ended up having the affair later on. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. With oh. the contractor? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. We've looked long into the mythology of Mr. Obvious, and honestly, <laughs> both these guys have a lot of problems that they're not talking about. <laughs> They've both got several issues. Yeah. Could you imagine a Bob and Tom show master class and, uh, and different people would teach different parts of it, you know? Like the characters or yeah, the real yeah, yeah, almost kind of the character. You almost kind of create some more, some extra backstory. It would be cool if we could do a, to- a Mr. Obvious timeline and just do like, we could just do, we just do like a Mr. Episode, Mr. Obvious episode and we just try to pinpoint different things happening in this guy's life. Yeah. Like I want to figure out, he loses a leg at one point. So I want to <laughs> figure out. Halloween did his, actually. Did his wife have an affair? Did, did his wife, did she cheat on a guy with one leg? Because if you're cheating on an amputee, I mean, that's rude. No, that's not nice. That is not nice. That is not a nice thing to do. This is the video we need to make. Yeah. We're sitting down. We're all listening. You're eating your pizza. We got the whiteboard. Mm-hmm. And putting it all together. Mm-hmm. It would be fun to do it in sort of the master class style, you know, kind of in a library Really yeah. high quality. Yeah. And then also, how funny would it be if we went to go get a whiteboard in the back or something and we just turned it and it was just clearly the whiteboard that my dad used for the pun run for all the period <laughs> jokes? Just <laughs> like erasing like, the pill, like three ellipses, period. Anything? Yeah. Question mark? You, know? you flip it over, uh, it's just a giant penis drawn. It's like, yeah. all right, we get it. And, and here's all the milk uh, puns with cheeses. <laughs> and, yeah. Okay, well, now we're going to go to our next one. This is a musical interlude, a musical interlude for the girls. She never was abused when she was younger. Her father never up and ran away. And even though her family gave her all the love she needs, Somehow she's a bitch anyway (laughs) And when I try to tell her funny stories She says, I guess you had to be there (laughs) Even though the humor's plain to see And when the evening news shows homeless people She says it's their own damn fault (laughs) And then she turns and watches MTV (laughs) 
She never is the first to say she's sorry And she takes offense to every word I say And even though she lives in the richest country in the world Somehow she's a bitch anyway <laughs> She turned out a bitch anyway She's always a bitch anyway yeah. Wait a second that had nothing to do with periods. <laughs> I'm starting to uh, make the connection. Uh -huh, what are you trying to, you trying to say? Everyone's a bitch on their uh, PMS? All oh, you guys are just looking at me like mm -hmm. you know what you're doing. I'm just trying to play it cool. I'm just trying not to get yelled at. I'm trying not to get in trouble here. I'm trying to be a nice guy, you know? I felt it fit with the show. I And I don't get a chance to play some of these songs from like a, from a Henry Phillips there very one often. One of my and favorites. Kinda, and kinda, I'm not going to do a whole episode on bitch things, sure. am I? So I just <laughs> well, felt like a fit. Welcome back to the bitch episode. <laughs> uh, I know, right? We're talking bitches. Terrible. This is at least a little more subtle about it. Mm. There's a little nuance here. If, if our listeners don't already follow or watch Henry Phillips, like he's one of the funniest, most understated mm -hmm. Uh, and his understatement is understated. Like yes. he is brilliant. Uh, he he has two movies, Punching the Clown and Punching Henry. Yep. You can uh, rent those, watch them if you like dry, mm -hmm. subtle, smart. If you uh, if you're a fan of the HBO show Silicon Valley, he was the yes. creepy server guy with the that, ponytail. Yeah, whenever they went to the server, and then he would like well, they'd be following him, and then he'd get totally lost. They couldn't find him. <laughs> he has like a creepy ponytail. Yeah. Is he in later seasons of that? Is yes. That right? yeah. Okay. And I think he's in like the final episode. I think there's just like a, a brief like not like an homage because it's actually him. But I think that fans just kind of loved the characters. So they bring him in for like a two three second bit. He's friends with Mike Judge. Yes, he right. Because yes. I think mm -hmm. Christy told me a story where she's yep. casual went to dinner with the both of them yep, like yep. holy crap yeah i know yeah <laughs> amazing yeah he also has a series on youtube called you and your effing coffee uh which the first episode i'm watching i'm like he's in this house and trying to get coffee made and i'm like wait is that mike judge and he's in mike judge's house <laughs> shooting this web series so and it's mike judge and his wife in the series in the episode that rules yeah so yeah, cannot say enough uh, good things about Henry Phillips. And by the way, it's crazy that we've said all this stuff and no one has said that he's like a virtuoso guitar yeah. player. Yeah, I mean, what a beautiful song mm -hmm. anyway. And then the juxtapose of t calling a girl bitch mm -hmm. in it, basically. They, he also has another song we play on here every once in a while called She's Talking Again. Yeah, oh yeah. And, uh, another one. very funny song by him. I'm surprised oh, yeah. you didn't do that one for PMS. Um, well, good. Yeah, but I like this one better. Yeah. No, that's just all the time. Mm -hmm. Never mind. That way it makes you mad. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of making Alzma mad, uh, two songs ago, what or the Mr. Obit, I went and got her a beverage, and did you hear what she called it? No. Hey, can you get me a green tea? No, I said the it, green tea is not working. Oh, I thought you were uh, calling your Mountain Dew. I currently a have a bottled water. Your green tea. I have a bottled water here, and I got a hot green tea for my caffeine fix, and it just isn't hitting the spot. And Oscar's over here drinking a Mountain Dew, and I'm like, yeah, hook me up. Well, there's no you. caffeine in a green tea. Yes, there is. I think I think it has caffeine. I mean, it I don't know. Very little. You guys, I don't know anything. Oh, hold on. <clears throat> Uh-oh. Wow, that was scary. It does. It, it, might have a, <laughs> it might have a little, but black tea's way more caffeine. Sounds to me like somebody's PMSing. <laughs> oh. 
Are you right, Jeff? Can you tell on my face? You also can tell on my face when I am. And I get a little bloated. You get a little bloaty? Yeah. Okay. When I look like a fat moon, as I was pretty much depicted on the air yesterday. Big, white, fat round. Moon. She looked great. Mm. I no, I run the cameras. Uh, she looked fantastic. But yeah, of no, course, you, she hated care. how you she did. looked. My dad is just a massive weirdo and does not know how to talk to women. It's, it's just it's because no I was deal. on a 62-inch TV or something, or 65-inch screen awkwardly in the studio <laughs> well, that, also. Whenever we have else. someone up there and it's not a split screen, I feel like I'm a kid in a North Korean classroom. <laughs> you know, like I'm just looking up. It's just it's this massive image. It's just like it's just God shining in on us, you know? Oh. It is sort of a weird angle. <laughs> Wilbur. <laughs> Good lord, that's funny. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm curious for you guys, what did you call it? Because I said on the rag earlier. What did you typically say, the slang? I, I would say, like, are you on your period or something? I th- yeah. Honestly, yeah. it does not weird me out that much. I, I think when guys are with guys, we get a little worse. Yeah, we're very yeah. horrible. Yeah. Like Aunt Flo's in town. Yeah, I think or... that was the most, I think that's the worst one. It's cheesy, it's dumb. It's we, Shark yeah. Week was hilarious. Oh yeah, Shark Week became happened. a the good one. The first yeah. time I ever heard Shark Week, I know I was at Old Point Tavern. Uh, <laughs> the girl who said it was Sharon Brixen. I will never forget it because I'm like, Shark Week? And she's like, yeah, there's blood in the water. I was like, ah! <laughs> 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 That's one of the things they said, you can't go swimming if you're on your period in the ocean because the sharks oh man really i don't think it's true but i bet there's something there right i mean i know you aren't supposed to like do upside down yoga or inversions according to some crazy ex of mine (laughs) really yeah what where's it gonna what is it gonna go somewhere else i don't know Hmm. i need to know this Hmm. i shove an absorbent cotton thing up there for a reason i've been i've been in multiple (laughs) yoga classes where they're like if if it's uh a time for you and uh this isn't the proper thing to do there's a modification we can do and i've heard it multiple times so i assumed it was there was a good hippie reason wait a second you you are going to yoga classes where you're inverting yourself yeah, like, you know, headstands and, like, forearm stands. and You can do a headstand and a forearm stand? Uh, I don't know if you've noticed I put on 75 pounds. No, I can't do any of that anymore. But, but you used, used to be, to be able yeah, to? Yeah. I'm not trying to be mean to you, pal. That's so impressive. I didn't know. <laughs> I never it's did. been quite a few years. My goodness. Well, now I feel like I tried to compliment you, and you look so defeated, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, you just reminded him he gained weight. No, I was trying to say <laughs> yeah. that's so impressive. Uh, hey, Jess, I'm PMSing, too. I was going to uh, say, is it that time of the month? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I think is- was it Bloody Mary here? Or? Oh, I haven't heard that before. Was it uh, Ride the Crimson Tide? Tide, yeah. Little Tide, yeah. Nick Saban's coming to town. Now, have you ever heard... <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'm learning things. I, I love it. Nick Saban's staying in the guest room, you know? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> what we did earlier, I do. we glanced over in that Mr. O bit. Shake's <laughs> character, Mr. O, goes, yeah, you know, maybe she's BMSing. And then he has to be more clear and more clear about what he means. Yeah. And then Dean goes, oh, I know what you're saying. Her Aunt Millie's coming to town. <laughs> he hits it so Millie. confidently. Oh, God. It's such a killer line. Man, That those two guys, so damn funny. Oh, yeah. um, let's go into this next bit. Hey, everybody needs insurance, right? You've just taken her out on the perfect date. Chick flick, romantic dinner, stroll through the park back to your place for dessert. Everything is going as planned. And just as you make your move, you hear this. Oh, listen, I should probably go. Right now is just not a good time for this. What's the matter? I've got candles lit. I've got smooth music. (laughs) 
You like the wine? What's wrong? Is it me? No, no, no. I like you. It's just that, well, Aunt Flo is visiting, if you know what I mean. It's my time of the month, and I don't really feel very sexy. I should just go. I'll call you later this week. But, but, Thanks for dinner. I had a nice time. But I... And just like that, you're out a few hundred dollars, you're all alone, and you're frustrated. This happens to thousands of men month after month in this country. On average, four or five out of every 28 dates ends in frustration due to a woman's biological cycle. Menstruation is a beautiful, natural, essential, and amazing part of human life. But it's a total drag when you've dumped a big chunk of change on a gal and go home empty-handed. Due to several state and federal laws, we can't help you with the sexual frustration, but we can help you with the financial loss. We're Mass Menstrual of Omaha Insurance. (laughs) At Mass Menstrual, we know how hard you work for your money and how hard it can be when a woman says no. It hurts your ego, but don't let it hurt your wallet. With our date insurance policy, a small monthly premium will get you peace of mind for times when you can't get a piece of ass. Just listen to this actual recording of a reenactment of a mass menstrual claim adjuster meeting with a customer. Joe, hey, I I got here as quick as I could. Are you okay? Well, yeah, I guess so. Thanks for coming here to the restaurant to meet me, Mike. I just couldn't go home. You too upset? No, it's it's not that. It's just that I've got a... I, I can't stand up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I see. Well, okay, just calm down and think about baseball. Now, don't worry. I checked your policy, and you're covered. You'll get a check in the next few days for the cost of dinner, drinks, entertainment, and condoms. Oh, good. That's a relief. So you uh, you got my premium payment for this period? Uh, not period, Joe. Term. We call it term. Oh, yeah. <laughs> term. Sorry. Also, will Mass Menstrual reimburse me for the limo rental? Because she insisted we rent a limo. Uh, no, Joe, that's not due to hormones. It's because she's a bitch. <laughs> that's a pre-existing condition, so it's not covered. Damn. All right. Do you mind giving me a lift home, Mike? Home? Don't you want me to drop you by the whorehouse? You've got full coverage, Joe. We'll reimburse you $100 a day for a rental. Awesome. Thanks, Mass Menstrual. <laughs> that other insurance company might be the good hands people, but we aim a little lower at Mass Menstrual of Omaha Insurance. Call your local agent today and find out which policy is right for you. We offer everything from minimal liability insurance for light days to full coverage flood insurance for heavy days. Call Mass Menstrual and find out how much we can save you on date insurance. Don't let Mother Nature cramp your style ever again. Mass Menstrual of Omaha Insurance. A division of American Wife and Casualty Insurance. <laughs> I gotta say the uh, the laughs in that bit from the people in the studio are pretty consistent, and I liked how in the, in the "Don't let it cramp your style." I like that that got the vacuum in the room. I like that <laughs> no one laughed at that. Like, look, we already did the cramp joke. All right, we're not doing the cramp joke again. What a weird, funny bit, man. I bet uh, no one recalls that bit, right? Uh, I've never heard it before, no. but I did recognize uh, a couple voices on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, our own Jason. Uh, mm-hmm. was yeah, that was the, Jess and I, Jess Hooker and I at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. That's like an HR issue if she yeah, was here. Jeez. I know, right. <laughs> and then the best voice in radio, uh, Dave Dugan. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that guy has the best speaking voice of any person I've ever met. Was that Timmy D? Timmy D doing the narrator. Yeah. And also the funny part to me is once you go to the claim adjuster and the insurance guy is Whit Grayson, who kind of does that stuff in real life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. And he was the guy with Dave Dugan. Oh, okay. oh that's yeah. funny. I didn't recognize that yeah. voice. Well, well, it's a very, very funny. funny bit, but I feel like there needs to be a version written from the female perspective about guys. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Uh, called Whiskey Dick Insurance. Something, yeah. No joke. That wouldn't be bad, actually. I can. Listening to that made me flash back to like high school, college, back when I remember when I was turning 18. My girlfriend uh, started her period like two days before my birthday, and I was furious with her. (laughs) What a dick! It's my 18th birthday, and I can't get any. This is bullcrap. I was. Furious at it. I love the like, way I was so mad. I love the way that you're saying the word birthday. It's my 18th birthday. <laughs> you're just taken right back to that moment. Oh man, I was so like I didn't, you know, because right. when you, when you're uh, 18 year old Jeff, you never know when your last time's your last time. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So you're like, well, that may have been the last time I had sex. The last time we had sex, so she's on her period again. I may never. She may break up with me by the time she's done with it. Like. <laughs> Eighteen-year-old Jeff, would you still have done it even though she was on her period? Oh, if we, she did. Would have we did. Yeah. We did. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Come on. Here, here's me, practical Jason. I'm like, well, hey, good thing she had a period. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. For eighteen-year-old Jeff's sake. Well, f- even forty-eight-year-old Jeff celebrates a period. No baby, no baby, no baby, no. <laughs> Couple great lines in there too. The no, she's just a bitch. It's yeah. a pre-existing condition. <laughs> so it, good. It's, it's so a total, mean. just like a gut punch kind of mean yes. line, but it it's just the mean. laugh. The laugh hits. It makes it worth it. Yeah, real, and then, real fun. And then he can go get a whore because why? Oh yeah, because they give you a rental. He, he has full coverage. <laughs> <Up to 100. laughs> that is, I could never imagine someone that works for an insurance company meeting me in public and being that nice to me. My <laughs> Are you kidding me? Just on phone for four hours talking to four different people. <laughs> She's a bitch. <laughs> we were talking about Dave Dugan earlier, and if we go back, what, three or four bits, the, the best damn period show period, where the narrator does the joke about the mad cow. Yes. How yes. weird was that? It was so, so funny. And then, well, here's the thing that I liked about it is that he makes the joke and then the girls make fun of him right away, you know? Right. They shut it down immediately. It's like the same thing we played a bit this morning where my like dad is talking to people. I forget in the bit. And then it's like a, it's like a vanilla guy thing. There was a genre of bits where my dad was this lame guy and there were just people that were trying to make him be cool. And then at the end of the bit, he's like, all right, do we go to the hood? And you're just like, oh, this is kind of awkward. And then they all just go, wrong. They like shut it down. And so I like it when it gets to that point where you yes. sort across line and they're like no we know yeah. what we're going on here yeah yeah that's wrong that's fantastic dumb. uh but yeah let's get into our last bit this one i i don't know what it is but boy do i hope it's old lady christy it's another stellar performance by our own christy lee the devil wears prada you've seen all the ads it's the story of a small town girl new to the big city working for a bitchy boss at a new york fashion magazine the devil wears prada Anne Hathaway and Meryl Streep are getting rave reviews for their performances in... The Devil Wears Prada. That's right, it's The Devil Wears Prada. Well, forget about Prada, because Bob and Tom Filmworks presents Christy Lee in the cinematic blockbuster, 
The Devil Wears Kotex. <laughs> the Devil Wears Kotex. The story of a young intern who goes to work for famous Bob and Tom newscaster Christy Lee during one of her cycles. Oh, no. And then I said to him, one more step and you'll be wishing you'd become a priest because you sure as hell won't need that oh. or those. <laughs> it's Christy on the rampage and seeing red. Yikes. And then I said, like hell I will. I don't do that, and I've got three ex-husbands to prove it. It's Christy Lee in The Devil Wears Kotex. Christy and her intern may be a generation apart, but Christy does her best to plug the gap. And one more thing, little missy. Don't take any from Bob and Tom. If they get in my face, I call my lawyer Pronto. Irving Pronto. He's very good. And as for Chick, he's a great big See that? That's his wife's cell phone number, or as I like to call it, the hotline. If Chick pulls any of his, Christy, can I cry on your shoulder while I play with your bull? One phone call, and I'll turn the heat up on his ass so fast, he'll think he's doing squats in a deep fryer. And another thing. The Devil Wears Kotex, starring Christy Lee. Here's what the critics are saying. San Francisco Chronicle critic I Am Gay says... A truckload of Kotex couldn't fill all the holes in this plot, but Christy Lee is bitch-tabulous. You go, girl. However, I thought the soundtrack was atrocious. Ragtime music played by a string quartet. Techie! The Devil Wears Kotex, only from Bob and Tom Filmworks. And what is this fascination Tom has with bowel movements? Hello, Dr. Freud. And if Bob likes boobs so much, why doesn't he ever grab mine? Is there something wrong with me? When I was your age, I went on tour with a certain rock band who wore makeup, and perfect strangers grabbed my boobs every night. And why is it so hard to get a good cup of coffee? I mean, Starbucks is great, but have you ever been to one of those convenience stores? You may want to change the channel, folks. This could go on for a while. By the way, what's so convenient about those places anyway? The aisles are narrow, the prices are a joke, and another thing. Okay, I, I, I know that was Christy, but at the end of there, that was not Christy. That was my dad. Complaining about the aisles and convenience stores. <laughs> yes, yes. Are you kidding me about gas station coffee? That has to be the old man there. Super fun. I love Angry Christy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Angry Christy, she's tough. She has guts. She'll go for chicks. She'll go for my dad. She'll go for anybody. I, I, I tell you what, though. She still did it in a sweet tone mm-hmm. in this bit anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, there, we have the thing where she yells at Chick about the breastfeeding. That was pretty real. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but this one, she's still... And another thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's, she's still sweet. Um, I have a hypothesis. I have a theory. Okay. You hear my dad giggling so much. He might will do a thing where he writes a bit... And he'll have someone read their lines for the bit without reading the entire script mm-hmm. so they don't know exactly what they're reading for. So Christy just thought, oh, it's me being angry or whatever. And then you hear Christy sort of reacting and my dad's giggling like, <laughs> <laughs> it's his rusty bicycle laugh. <laughs> He's giggling like he got away with something. Uh, so I think that's what happened there. I'm not sure, though. Okay. I'll have to ask him. I never saw the movie Devil Wears Prada. Was it? I didn't either. Was it good? Was it worth it? I did not see it. It's Anne Hathaway and Meryl Streep, so I'm sure it's like great performances. Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. Blunt Wow. Is Kotex still a brand? I think so. Mm -hmm. Kotex, Playtex, and like it seems like when I was younger, that was like Coke. You know, like oh, the Kotex was like the. What they would call, no matter what it was, whether it was a tampon or a pad, whereas nowadays I feel like it's more 
just tampon or pad or I always grew up with mm-hmm. Tampax. It was just like the standard mm-hmm. name. But oh my gosh, I think it's Donnie Baker or whoever. Whenever someone says tampon, get my tampons, <laughs> I lose it. I giggle. My gosh. So I, I'm pretty sure I've told this story on this podcast before. I'll tell it again. It's my favorite story. When I was a kid, we're at some sort of like office building. I forget what it is. Might be family therapy. It's me, my mom, and my little brother. And my little brother is in the woman's restroom. And he just runs out screaming with a handful of tampons and goes, Mom, they're giving out rockets in the ladies' room. (laughs) (laughs) He thought the little string was a fuse. One of the funniest moments of my life. And I was like, I didn't even know what they were, but I knew that they weren't rockets. You know? How old was he, would you say? He got to be four or five. Oh, okay. That's perfect yeah. Yeah. exactly it's like it's like peak cute kid oh. you know innocent enough so 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 funny yeah fantastic oh, there's just something girls can do we have control we can end a conversation real quick by bringing up our period mm-hmm. even when i was a teenager if my dad was saying stuff I'm like well i started my period yesterday he goes i don't want to hear it i don't want to hear it you just walk away he couldn't mm-hmm. handle it mm-hmm. really it was amazing yeah. it's a magic trick man guys we are guys are dumb man <laughs> I mean, yes. come on it's just a part of life oh i go I just, I shut your mouth i can't I yeah. feel like in the last 20 years, there's been a big, like, when we were growing up, like, you didn't talk about it, you didn't ask a woman about it, you you know, that was off limits, and now I think it's more like, no, it's just a natural body, bodily function mm-hmm. that every, you know, that half of the population deals with, and it's not something to be ashamed of or hide right. or anything like it used to be back in the day where, like... No girl wanted you to know she was on her period. Right. And nowadays they're like, I'm on my period. Leave me alone. You're like, it's, okay. It's like women empowerment because if you, they found out you're on your period, if you would uh, not agree with something, maybe it worked. Like, oh, she's on her period. Oh, look at her being difficult. And it's like, no, that's just not a logical decision to make. But whatever. Let's blame that. There's um, a joke. I think it's in the office where someone's like, yeah, they were tra- they were keeping track of my periods. No, oh, it's in Parks and Rec. Leslie Nup's like, they're keeping track of my periods. And she starts like yelling and getting really angry. And then one of the older <laughs> guys goes why is she so mad it's not the 28th yet <laughs> one of my like, favorite little jokes in a show yeah. i guess to defend some women so i don't sound so sexist myself not everyone has giant mood swings and some people can just carry on everything's mm-hmm. hunky-dory i have i have day. never noticed that i mean I, i've only like lived with a, like a, a girl for like one year of my life i don't have a girlfriend right now but it's just like i've, I've never noticed mood swings because of that maybe it's just because I'm, I'm too young to have experienced it but to me, it's never been that big of an issue. I don't know. And I think a lot of um, girls in their teens end up getting on birth control, not because it's, you know, controlling birth. It's to regulate yeah. mm-hmm. right. the period. And it's probably helped. The the swings are less because yep. of that. Can, is that fair? It helps with hormones. Yep. It can help with acne, all that mm-hmm. fun stuff. Which no. that is kind of funny. That's just like, of course, believe in science. Doctors know what they're doing, but they kind of don't. If they're trying to fix birth control and it's like, by the way, pimples help too. And that's, that, I don't know. That doesn't totally make sense to me. Un, side effects that you don't know about for drugs, I find those hilarious. There's nothing here yet. I'll write about it. Come back next week. Okay. <laughs> oh, I just got confused. No, you can take birth control and it helps prevent acne. No, that's what I'm Is, saying. Oh, okay. Just like the doctor, like the, the doctor coming and being like, yes, and this drug, it, uh, women will not be able to, to have a child while they're on this drug. And then the girl's just like, I also, uh, I, can't, I don't get pimples anymore. And the guy's just like, also, no pimples. I designed it for that. It's very intentional, no pimples. Yeah, there's something there. It's kind of a fun point to make. Yeah, and I, yeah. 
Yeah, you could, and you could get to a ridiculous point. We'll talk about it later. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> okay. That premise, though. It's a great premise. It's a great premise there, pal. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. that I did, you know, whatever it was, two and a half minutes, and we're still talking about it. <laughs> uh, well, Jeff, thank you so much for coming hey, on the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, a guy who knows nothing about periods, I'm here to... It's you know per- a lot. It's perfect. I think me and Jason were going to look dumb anyways. Now all three of us could look dumb together. I, I like think, it. I think uh, Jessica, you look very smart in all of this. Finally. Yeah. Finally. Finally. Like I can talk about periods and flavors of Mountain Dew. That's about all I can hey, cover. Hey, and now. the Simpsons. And okay. The Simpsons. You can talk about more than two things. <laughs> we, we should give Allsman credit because she doesn't. She's. A, we call her the Alls maniac around here. And there's only been a few times I, I can recall in all the years I've worked with you. That you'll eventually just like break down and like, I'm waiting for my period, you know. I need it to happen. And it's one of those also, can we help you? What do you need? And then, no, no, I don't need anything. And then, and then it just builds. And then finally, she it really, lets it out that oh, it needs to happen. It's like a steam whistle or something like that. I can't even think of a, I can't even paint this picture, you know, a teapot, maybe a kettle. Yeah, it's like the pressure's building and then just, I don't know. About, yeah. I perfect. can't control how I feel. I can't ask for help. Everybody hates me why am i here yeah oh that's fun i'm telling you i I have those same feelings i must have my period too (laughs) okay guys well thank you so much for listening to bits and pieces if you like us please rate review and subscribe and we will see you next time the ed mylett show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey knowledge and thought leadership this is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show actor rain wilson the number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience so how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself the ed mylett show is available on youtube or wherever you listen 